If your truck is involved in a serious event, wouldn't it be nice to have proof of what happened right before? Welcome to Truck Talk with Bendix, a regular podcast series from Bendix designed to help you better understand key topics in the commercial trucking industry. This is part seven of the Bendix Driver Insight Podcast semi-regular series. I'm your host, Denise Rondini. In this installment, Fred Andersky, Director Bendix Demo Team, is once again with me, this time to talk about data that's on your vehicle and how that data is received via Safety Direct or the Bendix Data Recorder, BDR. Fred, thanks for being on Truck Talk. Hey, Denise, it's good to be back on Truck Talk. Many fleets today are capturing data through various systems. Why is this happening, and what are the impacts for the driver? Well, you know, Denise, let's start with the why. First, we have to keep in mind that, like everything else, trucking systems are becoming smarter. You know, it harkens back to the days when ABS first came out. The braking system added sight in the brain. Wheel speed sensors gave sight. An electronic control unit was the brain. And when a wheel locked up, the system knew it, thanks to the sight from the wheel speed sensor, and it reacted thanks to the brain, or the ECU. And it released the brakes just a bit to help the driver maintain control in a slick surface skid situation. So when you have a brain, you have two parts. You have the analytical part that figures out what's happening, and you also have the memory that retains what happened and how the system reacted. Also, Trucks now have a communications conduit called the J1939, which enables various systems to share information and send commands for individual systems to do something. These messages shared between systems or just hanging out there on the J1939 are important for the system, but they can also be captured to provide insight outside of the system regarding what the system and the driver are doing. Finally, Components have gotten not only smarter, but also smaller. I don't know if you remember your first video camera, Denise, but I remember my brother's first video camera, and it was about the size of a small briefcase. You know, try sticking that on the windshield of your truck. But now every one of us walks around with a camera on our phone and can capture still and videos quickly and easily. And when we can integrate those cameras to capture video information to complement that data that the system delivers, you have a great package of insight. So you have all this information video and data available to help operate the system. And you've got some folks out there like law enforcement, government regulators, insurance companies, lawyers, etc. Oh yeah, as well as the fleet who have started mining this data to get some additional insight, you know, along with some of the physical reviews that they'll do to figure out what did or didn't happen in a crash. And you know, Denise, for a long time, fleets didn't want data on their vehicles, but the harsh reality is it was there. And it had to be there. And soon fleets and drivers realized that the information on the system could be used against them, you know, especially in a court of law or, you know, covering a crash situation. So they needed to get a handle on what was there and also figure out if that information could be used against them and could it be used to help them. So not just to figure out what happened in a crash and determine if the incident was or was not their responsibility and therefore, you know, fight it in court if it wasn't their fault or settle out of court if it was and save the cost tied to lawyers' fees, etc. But also, could that information be used to potentially prevent 
future crashes by ensuring that safe driving practices, the ones that they were teaching in the driver training courses, were really being applied out on the road by their drivers. And if they found a driver was, say, following too close, they could work with the driver to have them back off and potentially prevent what could eventually become a rear-end collision. So finally, and you'll forgive me for my relatively long-winded answer, Denise, the impacts to the drivers are really twofold. More driver training that's tailored to specific drivers and the specific issues they might be having, along with more opportunities to figure out if the driver was, or just as importantly, was not responsible for the crash. And you know, Denise, one quick aside, Fleets wouldn't be looking for data if it wasn't helping them, and second, and probably most critical, that it wasn't delivering a strong return on investment, meaning money in the bank. So whether we like data or not, it's going to be around for a long time. Can you provide some detail about Safety Direct and what it is? Sure, Denise. Safety Direct is the Bendix technology that uh, delivers two things. It captures information data from various vehicle systems, and video from typically a forward-facing camera, though in the future, driver-facing cameras may be available for fleets that want them. And number two is to deliver this information in an easy-to-review, easy-to-use manner via the SafetyDirect web portal. Once it's set up on the fleet's trucks and data is flowing, today typically over the fleet's telematic system, like Qualcomm, PeopleNet, or other systems, tomorrow possibly over additional communications channels like uh, cellular. But once that information is flowing, the safety lead at the fleet can customize the information delivered. For example, maybe they want to put a higher weight on a specific problem area that's important to their fleet, you know, such as close following distance for, say, a pickup and delivery fleet, or maybe stability system activation for a tanker fleet. These weighted factors can then lead the system to produce a traffic light list of drivers and their performance on these attributes as well as other attributes. So when I talk about a traffic light list, you know, green for no issue with the driver, yellow for maybe there's some things to watch, and red for taking immediate action to talk with and train the driver to avoid actions which might in the future lead to a crash. Plus, this information can be tracked over time to see trends in performance, such as a driver who had been red moving to green, meaning that they've improved and addressed that particular issue they were having out on the road. Also, if needed, the safety lead can receive alerts directly on their computer or cell phone regarding a specific event that recently occurred. And that enables the recipient to click on the link and see more details, including video, if available, of what happened. That might lead to a quick call to the driver to make sure he or she is okay and to get some details, or in the case of a breakdown or a crash, send support as needed. How does Safety Direct work and what types of data can it capture? The system is triggered by some type of event, such as a hard stability intervention, one perhaps where the brakes are applied, or a collision system activation that might have helped the driver mitigate a rear-end collision. You know, Safety Direct has 16 different triggers to activate the capture of an event. The data that Safety Direct captures includes up to 50 data elements. Things that range from whether the adaptive cruise control was set or not and what that set speed was 
fuel that's being used, the speed of the vehicle, GPS information, such as where did the uh, intervention or where did the activation occur, system availability status, engine speed, how much brake and throttle is being applied, along with a number of others. Safety Directive Program 2 will also capture video from the event. And Safety Direct typically captures 10 seconds of video before the event and 10 seconds after the event. And the system can store, depending on the video length, 40 to 50 videos on the Safety Direct processor box, which is also part of the system. Also, the driver can store even additional video by pressing the Lane Departure Warning Disable switch and holding it down for 7 to 8 seconds. This enables the system to store up to 90 seconds of data that occurred before the event, as well as 10 seconds afterwards. It's important, however, for the driver to remember to push this switch as soon as possible after the event. In other words, if the event occurs and you don't push the button until five minutes later, you'll get the 90 seconds, but it will be of the 90 seconds before you press the switch, which is well after the event occurs. So video and data get delivered through the system. How is this not Big Brother watching the driver? Wow, Denise, big brother, that's a pretty harsh term. You know, kind of makes me think of cameras everywhere recording everything that I'm doing, which, well, you know, now that I think about it, that's pretty much where we are as a society. You know, now any event always seems to have video that's captured from at least one person's cell phone camera as part of the story. So whether we like it or not, we're living not quite in George Orwell's 1984, but it seems to me we're definitely getting a lot closer to it. That said, though, I prefer not to think of data and video that we capture via Safety Direct as Big Brother, but more like a quarterback coach. You know, the quarterback coach, his or her job is to analyze information from a variety of sources, video, practice, game watching, statistics, all this information about everything his or her quarterback does in their professional role. And the quarterback coach then can take that information and provide advice to help the quarterback improve his or her game performance. And of course, lead the team to more wins than losses. You know, I like to look at safety directives doing the same thing. It's going to watch you or even me as the professional driver in my professional role of driving a truck and deliver insight that my quarterback coach can use to help me do my job even safer. Can the driver shut off data? Simple answer to that, Denise, no. <laughs> and, you know, while the fleet may make the decision to do things like turn off video, the system is still capturing data. And you know what? If the driver sticks tape over the camera or something like that, there is other data being captured. And which really leads me to a point to make, the driver should not be taping over cameras. And the reason for that is if an incident occurs, that video can probably do a lot to help the driver if it wasn't their fault and exonerate him or her from uh, the responsibility around that. But even if the fleet decides not to subscribe to Safety Direct and has a fusion system on their truck, the system is still going to be capturing and storing data. And if the fleet doesn't have a fusion system or an auto view lane departure system, the system will still be capturing data just not video. And if it's not capturing data via Safety Direct, it's capturing it via the ABS electronic data recorder, or what we typically call the BDR or the Bendix data recorder. 
We'll talk more about the BDR on a future podcast, but you as the driver should keep in mind that data, whether it's from the braking system, the body controller, the engine control module, or some other source on the truck is flowing through the vehicle and it can be captured and it can be used. How do drivers benefit from having Safety Direct on their trucks? The goal of Safety Direct is to help improve driver safe driving practices by providing the fleet information to help train their drivers. You know, and anything that helps a driver become a better driver does a number of good things. It helps the driver get home at night, helps the rest of us on the road stay safe, helps reduce crash-related costs at the fleet, and that might turn around to mean more money in the driver's pocket. But safety direct data and video can also help the driver in other ways. Probably the most important way is what we talked about previously, help exonerate them in the case of a crash that wasn't their fault. You know, let's face it, Denise, fleets and drivers of commercial vehicles are targets. A crash involving a tractor trailer, for example, can make not only the local news, but the national news as well. And often, the facts may not always be clear. The crash may have been caused by the car, as we know a lot of truck car crashes are, and not the truck, which is especially true in our soundbite, get it on the air first, check the facts later approach to news. So having that information, having that data, having that video, as I mentioned, can really help the driver in those situations where it wasn't his or her fault. And it can also help the fleet in those situations where it is their fault. Because settling quickly as opposed to going through a long court process can be a benefit to both the fleet and the driver. Where can our listeners go to learn more about Bendix Safety Direct? Well, Denise, the same places we always go to. Bendix.com, safertrucks.com, knowledge-doc.com, break-school.com, and of course the Bendix YouTube site. Or just call 1-800-AIRBREAK and talk with one of our technical specialists. I've been speaking with Fred Andersky, Director of Bendix Demo Team. Fred, Thanks for helping drivers better understand the benefits of Safety Direct. Thanks, Denise. Great to talk to you again. Coming up on Part 8 of the Bendix Driver Insight podcast series, we'll continue our discussion of data, Bendix Safety Direct, and the Bendix BDR. And Fred will once again be joining me. In the meantime, remember to subscribe to Truck Talk with Bendix on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Google Play, and discover how Bendix solutions can help you improve performance, increase safety, and lower your total cost of ownership. Also, log on to knowledge-doc.com where you can learn even more about Bendix products and hear previous episodes of this podcast. That's knowledge-doc.com. I'm Denise Rondini, and thank you for listening to Truck Talk with Bendix. Bendix.